0: The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the Milestone Diva, in our midst to own your power. This is the first in a series of interviews with Milestone Divas from all walks of life who are enjoying lifelong learning during or after Their transition from their regular jobs to retirement. When you keep your mind open and build your knowledge and skills, interesting and exciting experiences will come your way. Today, we have the privilege of a conversation with Vicki Goodman. Like many of us, Vicki has an interesting and varied life. She's a mother grandmother, and successful businesswoman. Vicki is a lifelong learner who has been active in Toastmasters International Clubs for about 30 years. Welcome, Vicky. Oh, I'm so happy to be here, Gloria. I always love talking to you. Yay! I'm excited to learn about you and the positive aspects of Toastmasters. Well, I'm happy to share them whenever you're ready. Let's start with the basics. What is Toastmasters?
1: Well, Toastmasters, Gloria, and I know you know this, but our listeners may not, is really the world's leading communication and leadership development organization. It's in about 147 countries around the world, over 3 million members, and it's basically based on a... a, Club, a small club, local format, it gives people an opportunity to come together, get to know one another, and practice communication and leadership skills. What is your Toastmasters story? Oh, my goodness. I started Toastmasters, as you said, about 30 years ago, and I have to tell you, a friend of mine, I was working at the time at mid-level management, and a coworker said, you know, you should come with me to this club I go to. It's so much fun. I know you would love it. I was a busy mother. I was a single parent. I And she wanted me to go at Saturday morning at 7.30 in the morning. I told her I would love to come, but unfortunately this Saturday I had other obligations. And so I didn't go. She actually continued to ask me again. And then I said... Everything from my daughter's gymnastics, my son's soccer, I had to take care of my mom. I went through every excuse I could possibly think of to get out of going to whatever meeting this was at 7.30 on Saturday morning. And I finally realized she was not going to give up. The only way I was going to get out of this is to go to her silly meeting, and I did. I walked into the Early Bird Toastmasters Club at the time, 30 years ago. And I have never looked back. It was the best actual experience I'd had. I could see that it would meet help me meet some of my professional goals. I was a mid-level manager. I told you I, I was getting a reputation of being a bit of a slicer and a dicer. And one part of the meeting that came up was the evaluation portion. I saw people giving each other feedback on speeches that they had presented. And I thought, hmm, this might help me avoid digging deeper into that trench of horrible constructive criticism. (laughs) And so I joined. Well, you know, I'm also a Toastmaster, and I
0: love it as well. And one of the benefits I can honestly say I received was learning better evaluation skills. And that does help when you're a manager of people at work because you have to give those evaluations. And it's great to be able to give
1: gentle but constructive evaluations. It de- definitely helps. But you know what else, Gloria? It helped me in so many other ways. It helped me professionally. Also helped me personally. As my kids were going into those teenage years, boy, I used all of the skills I had learned in Toastmasters to try to encourage, acknowledge, and yet offer some advice that might be accepted, and it worked so much better, I'm sure, than other methods I might have used.
0: Exactly. When I first joined Toastmasters, I started in my early 20s, and I always thought, oh, that's just public speaking. I'm going to get polished and get a promotion at work. And little did I know there was a whole lot more to it. Even if you finished your career and want to start over on something else, Toastmasters can be very helpful to you. That's
1: exactly right. Why is Toastmasters great for individuals over age 50? Many reasons, actually. One of the best reasons is the opportunity to network. You meet so many incredible people, even through the whole COVID thing. We did the Zoom meetings and so forth, and I know those of us that are perhaps more experienced in life really frown on a lot of those technology things, but... I found that I learned so many skills because I just said, I'm going to go for this. I got in. I experienced all of the technology. I learned to use it to my advantage. I felt I stayed connected. And I do that all the time, too. There's nothing like meeting in person, and that's what we certainly do. Networking is really critical. It also helps you not just networking at the meeting, but it allows you then to build confidence and take those skills outside. So now you feel comfortable, network anywhere you go. Other groups you might belong to, you're going to find you're jumping up into a little bit more leadership positions sometimes without even thinking about it because you know how meetings should be run or you know how to speak off the cuff. You just have the confidence that you need to go out and meet people and enjoy life. Great. Now, you said
0: you, you experience improving your evaluation skills, and I did, too. What is your favorite Toastmaster activity?
1: I have a tendency, people will tell you that I'm not lying about this, to be a bit of a procrastinator, Gloria. So I would love to tell you I just am well planned and organized and I did all of those took all of those lessons to heart and and I think certainly over the years I've become better at organizing planning and strategizing ahead but for the most part I really flourish in the impromptu aspects of the meetings I love speaking off the cuff I enjoy watching other people answer questions they don't really know what's coming at them and seeing how they handle that. It tells you a lot about a personality when you see these people build their confidence. And I also think it demonstrates skills that we all need. We never know when we're going to need to say something to somebody, whether it's in the elevator or the grocery store, at church, social groups. You have to be prepared to respond and hopefully a little bit of an organized fashion that sounds like you know what you're talking about And you have some knowledge about what's going on. That's what I love about Toastmasters. The other thing, though, that I love at this point in my Toastmaster career is mentoring. I so enjoy watching what Toastmasters has done to the other members that are joining now, the younger people or or older people coming in and practicing, building their skills, helping them along the way. It's very, very rewarding. And I think that's what I enjoy the most. All right.
0: Well, you mentioned earlier that Toastmasters is all over the world, hence in Toastmasters International. Right. What can someone expect the first time they attend a Toastmaster meeting?
1: You will definitely expect you should expect to be welcomed into the group toastmasters are very welcoming organizations the clubs are small for the most part and they love having visitors and guests they were going to ask you to introduce yourself and ask how you heard about the particular meeting you might be going to and then you will go through a regular meeting toastmaster clubs vary all around the world The thing that binds them together is only three things. Three parts of the meeting are required to be Toastmasters. The first is that there are prepared speeches. There will be one or two or more people who have prepared a speech according to the learning program that Toastmasters provides. They're working on their own goals and their own activities. There are 11 different paths right now people can choose that encompass just a really broad variety of topics. You go through and it, you, you go through a learning digital module, very much like many companies are using today, some of the digital modules. And then you prepare a speech. You come in and you prepare that and the um, they, they're going to do that. Someone else is going to be listening, assigned to be that evaluator that I mentioned earlier. So they are going to hear an evaluation. And then the third part of the meeting is impromptu speaking, and that's table topics. Some call it table terror, others call it really a lot of fun, but that's when everybody participates. The goal at a Toastmaster meeting is to give as many people an opportunity to practice speaking as possible other than that there could be a lot of other activities a joke master there could be word master trying to encourage vocabulary usage or an educational moment or a guest speaker lots of different things someone may be listening to those unnecessary word fillers that we all use you know like um so uh all those things that drive us crazy particularly during election season i have to say <laughs> and they're going to help you improve the way that you communicate but those vary from club to club when you go visit a club you should go find a club Visit another one. Find a club that fits you, because every club has its own personality.
0: For sure. There are about 20 clubs in the Leon County area. That's correct. Some have many more people than other clubs, but everyone can find the right mix for them. We suggest you visit more than one. Now, we had a lot of words, evaluation, procrastination, networking, and we talked about speeches. And even though we understand how much fun that is, you, Vicky, and I, however, for some other people, that might be scary. But we know there are fun activities that occur in Toastmasters as well. Share something about one of your most fun experiences as a Toastmaster.
1: When I first started Toastmasters, there's a whole other aspect of being a Toastmaster, which is competition, if you like. You can actually compete in evaluation, table topics, or international speech contests. And when I first started, that gave me an opportunity to really practice honing my presentation skills. Again, I was then moving into a training position. I wanted to practice those skills a lot. So I actually uh, started competing, and and that was fun. Kind of a little boost for my ego at the time as well. I won't won't kid around, but it was just so exhilarating to get there and be in front of people and do your presentation. And I mentioned I was a procrastinator. There was a speech in those days that was called the Advanced Speech. In this particular speech, you arrived at the contest, and you were— had to go report to the contest chair within 30 minutes of the contest starting. They gave you a choice of two topics. You got to reach in a basket and pick a topic, and you had 15 minutes to prepare the speech. They collected your notes, and then they called you for the speech. The speech had to be at least seven minutes long and no longer than seven minutes and 30 seconds. Now, that's a very tight timing window, (laughs) to speak off the cuff. And I know you know, Gloria, that timing is not one of my really strong <laughs> points. I tend to speak a little bit longer most of the time. I actually made it in this contest, one all the way up to district, and I found myself in front of a group of 350 at a conference presenting this topic. And I was so nervous. I I was just dying on the stage, and I just said, you know what, I'm just going to have fun with this, and I did. And I was jumping around, doing all sorts of shenanigans, had a great time, went back, and people were laughing and clapping, and my table just was very encouraging. And I waited, and lo and behold, I won the speech contest. <laughs> Now that was incredible. I was so excited. I went later on to network with everybody and took all of the accolades and was just relishing the win and the whole situation. I got up early the next morning. I was sharing a room with another toastmaster from Tallahassee and I decided I'm just going to relax and go home I went ahead and packed my bag, got into my car, and turned on my favorite radio station and went tooling down the road, and this was over in St. Augustine. I decided to stop and treat myself to breakfast and pulled into the restaurant, and I reached for my purse, and it wasn't there. Oh, no. My purse was not there. I had left my purse in the hotel room. I quickly called, but the roommate had checked out. Then I called the desk clerk, and she said, oh, she told me not to tell you if you called. It's okay. Your purse is on its way back to Tallahassee. And I said, I don't have any money. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness, Gloria, I just want you to know I ended up going back trying to find somebody, and believe it or not, I actually had to sit in the lobby and panhandle with my (laughs) Toastmaster friends to get money for gas to come back to Tallahassee. But that was the most fun, and I still meet those Toastmasters at conferences and so forth, and it's just been a great memory, a great experience, and certainly created a lot more humility in me.
0: (laughs) That is a funny story, a great experience, and that's another thing about the camaraderie and the networking and how people pull together
1: You were able to panhandle with confidence. (laughs) It was true. That was probably taking impromptu speaking to a whole new level.
0: (laughs) Well, let's hope that doesn't happen again. I agree. Yes, indeed. Well, if someone wants to get involved with Toastmasters,
1: what should they do? The first thing, the easiest thing to do, is to just go to Toastmasters.com dot org. Go to the website and look up, find a club. Plug in your zip code or your city, whatever you like to do. It's going to bring up a whole list of clubs that are available, and you can click on those and find links. You might even be able to just Google Toastmasters in Tallahassee, and then we'll come up with clubs that are here if you're in the Tallahassee area or the Leon County area or whatever area you might be in. And go ahead and find clubs there. There's always a contact person. It's good to call because some clubs are still meeting online, some are meeting in person, some are doing hybrid meetings, but just call and find out if they're meeting and if you might be able to attend the next meeting. I'm sure that they will welcome you, give you all the information you need, and then visit. Just go visit clubs until you find one that you really think you like, and you can join. And it is so inexpensive. Can we talk about that? Sure. Sure. Oh, my goodness, this is the cheapest thing you're ever going to do because for a mere $7.50 a month, you can attend a Toastmasters club. Now, you don't pay monthly. You pay every six months, so essentially it's $45 for six months of Toastmaster dues and there may be a little extra that the club charges if they're meeting in a facility or they have supplies but it's that's that's all it costs there's a $20 new member fee where you get your educational materials everything is available online it's at your fingertips you can use your phone you can use your you know notebook pad you can use your laptop whatever you like to do to access the information and if you're sort of a little bit of a stuck in the wood, like to read stuff person, you can even order the printed version or just go ahead and download and print it yourself.
0: Absolutely. Well, Vicky, thank you so much for sharing about Toastmasters. That was just enough to whet somebody's appetite. <laughs> Hopefully someone, at least someone, but maybe many people will have sparked an interest in learning more and maybe visiting some Toastmasters clubs. On this podcast, we focus on happiness, especially happiness in retirement. There are many happily retired Toastmasters around. What words of wisdom do you have for finding
1: happiness
0: in retirement or semi-retirement?
1: I think the key to happiness is to just say yes. Keep busy and keep doing everything. Don't think that it's out of your realm of possibility, out of your skill level. Try it. You have more fun, and people have more fun with you when you keep trying new things. You meet new people, and you build strengths and knowledge and skill, and it's just incredibly rewarding. Thank you, Vicki.
0: Thanks so much for helping us learn how we can enjoy lifelong learning.
1: Thank you for having me, Gloria. It's been a pleasure.
0: Make the most of 2022 by adding Relax and Recharge, a Society of Milestone Divas summer retreat to your schedule of events. Join other Milestone Divas, women aged 50 and older, For this Oceanside Retreat at the beautiful Shores Resort and Spa in Daytona Beach Shores, Florida. From August 5th to August 8th, 2022. Enjoy a few days of relaxation, taking time for yourself to recharge after enduring the pandemic and making new friends. Contact Chanel Jefferson, Travel Advisor, at Holiday Cruises and Tours for retreat and hotel reservations. Her number is 850-386-7327, extension 206. Website is funsees.com slash milestone divas. Thank you for listening to the Cup of Glow podcast. We love what we do and sharing a few moments with you. Please remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. You may email your comments to us at gloria at cupofglow.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva asking you to celebrate each day and spread happiness your way.